There is understandably much curiosity about what happens when a soul leaves the body. When you depart from this physical world, from being a part of this physical world, what happens to you? Where do you go? What happens to your mind, your consciousness? This has been of interest to people for ages. And people have come with many different explanations. When a person leaves the physical form and the, not only the heart has stopped beating, but the brain has ceased to function and the nervous system is shut completely, the person begins to depart. The soul departs from the body. As was said last week, there is an actual loss that can be measured of the soul departing from the body. The body of a person who has passed away from the person a few minutes before when life was in the body can be seen as different. There is a difference. So the soul of a person is palatable and when a body ceases to have that life, it changes. It becomes simply matter. There is no vitality. When the soul departs, there is a full disassociation when all of the values have dissolved in the body, when all of the vital airs which attach the soul to the body are dissolved. The, there is complete uh, dissolution of that individual's association with matter. But when the nervous system ceases to function, the, there is a departure of the soul. And what is called by many the veil is breached and the soul of a person, the, the mind, the disembodied mind. So the soul, the Atman, is surrounded by the basket of karma in which all the reactions to past actions abide. And that cumulative uh, reactionary essence that, that has a experiences, has had varieties of experiences, is the individual, the individual mind. The witnessing consciousness to that mind is the Atman, the soul. So not only does the soul depart, but this basket of karma, which is the collective composition of the individual mind. It is what holds the sense of individuality together, is all of the experience that has had that surrounds consciousness becomes a unit, and that is the individual. So the person leaves the physical form. 
piercing the veil between worlds. And that veil is a veil that exists between the physical reality and the subtle psychic reality. In terms of lokas, bur and buvar loka, the mental realm and the physical realm, can be joined in the body. When they are disjoined, the mind associates with svarloka. It becomes in the subtle realm of dreams, imagination, and uh, creative mental expression. So the mind continues to abide as an individual. A person exists, but they have no nervous system, no body to express through. So their experience is a psychic witnessship, not a physical witnessship with senses. The sum total of this past experiences, this karmic basket of experience, brings the person to a peak point of what is most pressing, And that will be the last thought, the most pressing thought in the mind. And that will stir the desire to return to the physical world, to express and clear whatever sentiment there is, whatever uh, emotional attachment is there. There are those who have made efforts to explore what happens between one incarnation and another. So there is indeed in the subtle realm a seeking for a suitable form to express the karmic focus of that individual, what is most important to them to still work out in the world. They will take the form that is most suitable for that. But in the interim between one life and another, there are those who have written, who have speculated, who have done research to find what is occurring during this interim space. What is the experience of the disincarnate soul, the bodiless mind? That experience will vary greatly depending upon the development of the person. If the person's focus has been material and they believe that they are simply a physical body, and that life ends with the physical form, they will be at first very confused. And there are stages of withdrawal. First, the replay in the mind and the focal desire, which draws, draws the person back to a suitable form. 
a suitable situation to express that karma. But then, as the mind divorces from the physical realm, it enters into a realm of subtlety. If the person is very physically oriented, the mind may flow into a type of sleep because there is no nervous system, there is no brain, there, is no, there are no sensory organs, and perception on the physical plane becomes difficult. But there is a subtle realm in which disincarnate beings will meet those they love. It is said many times people are met by loved ones, they are met by guides. That is not incorrect. And they are guided through the stages of withdrawal from the physical world into the non-physical world into the subtle psychic realm. For the mind and the heart of a human being has love. And that love draws you to those you love. Part of you always exists in these subtle realms. Though you have a physical form, though you take physical form, you exist in the subtle realms. You have different layers or koshas of the mind. And there is a part of your mind in which past, present, and future already abide and you exist and in the deeper attachments of your heart the love attachments you are bound by cords to those you have loved deeply in all lives and you maintain that connection you maintain that association through lifetimes. Even if you forget, which you will in physical form, the heart remembers. And the love stays with you. And so you are drawn again and again, not only in the subtle realm, but in the physical realm, to be with those whom you love and whom you have formed bond with. So those souls bonded together, they have a connection in the subtle realm of existence, in the tapestry of creation. And those there are layers to these bonds. There are the deep bonds. There are the secondary 
and there are the collective bonds of a particular culture or grouping of people. There's the soul bond of all those people associated with the earth planet as opposed to other planets. There are those who move between these planetary configurations of bonded minds because they move as a group with bonds of other sorts and compassion and helping. So souls have a destiny to work out their focus of their karma, but that karma involves deep bonding, and that deep bonding remains. And when the soul leaves the body, those links draw them together with those souls with whom they are associated. Whether they be in physical form or in subtle form, it is easier for those in subtle form to see through the veil than it is for those in physical form for the senses are more crude in the physical realm and seeing through the veil is very hard. So there is indeed a realm. And there are those who are reluctant to leave that realm and enter into the physical realm where the senses, the psychic senses are shut they are more closed, though in some individuals they remain somewhat open. And those individuals are said to have psychic capacities. But in addition to their psychic capacities, they have the capacity to live in the physical world, which often shuts down much of this vision which is there in the subtle world, that the subtle mind that is not overly physical in its understanding can expand in this subtle psychic realm. And the bonds between loved ones draw them together. So never fear death, for death brings you into the arms of love unless you have been a very cruel and ill-formed person, in which case death can bring you into the despair of your own mind. But if you have loved and you have loved deeply, that love never dies and remains with you. So people despair that their loved ones cross the boundaries cross the veil and they do not see them. Yet many have contact with their loved ones even across the veil. If your mind is a little subtle, then you can commune with your loved ones across the veil. For they are not ceasing to exist, but they are in 
the subtle psychic body, not in the physical body. They do not have physical senses, but they have such psychic senses. If those senses are shut, the person may feel they are in a in a limbo, not uh, lacking awareness. But if those senses are open, the person will experience the subtle psychic realm and they are more likely to see through the veil to the physical realm as well. But they stay with their loved ones. When your loved ones leave, they do not leave you. And you are connected to them in the subtle psychic realm. Those connections remain life upon life. And you are drawn into physical presence of those you deeply are bonded with. Until when the realization grows even deeper than the psychic realm and the ability to see in the psychic realm, then comes the ability to understand that all the loved ones you love are the same loved one. And you are the same. For there is only one. And when the heart fully opens to that love, that infinite love, then you do not lose your loved ones, but you understand they are always with you. They are you. They are a part of you. And then the consciousness goes beyond the psychic realm into the radiant love of infinite grace. But still, the consciousness, the the mind of a person can be drawn back to do service to all living beings, that all living beings may know this infinite grace in the physical form and when leaving the physical form in the subtle psychic realm until there is a dissipation, knowing that all beings are one being. And so there becomes no need for physical existence. This is the beauty of the dance of life. It is painful when loved ones leave this earth. But know that they do not go anywhere. You have, you are with them and you will be with them always. And they will be with you. And when you realize the infinite, you do not detach from your loved ones. Rather, You become your loved ones. You recognize there is no separation from you, those you love, and the love itself, which is the consciousness of the infinite one. When hatred, when brutality and abuse 
are there. Guilt forms a bond on one level to those who have been abused. To those who are the recipients of the abuse, the anger, the hatred can form a bond, which can take lifetimes to resolve. But it does not draw you to the others, generally speaking, unless you have deeply, deeply incorporated it in your heart over love. Then that antagonism will create a tension which brings a strife in the mind. That strife in the mind can play in the psychic realm as well as the physical realm. and create distress. So it is better to love and to put your heart energy into love, not into hate and anger. When you feel compassion for all living beings, that hatred dissolves. But there are those whose minds are either crude and cannot function in the psychic realm, and those whose minds are violent and will experience the distress of that violence unless there is love that is stronger, that will draw even those pained individuals to their loved ones and the comfort of that love. But should they put the violence, the revenge, the guilt, the hatred over love, those forces will draw them back into the physical realm to be worked out. Those who put love first may be drawn back to be with their loved ones and work out certain things in the physical realm. But these other unresolved things can bring the mind back also. There may be few months in between reincarnation. There may be thousands of years. It will depend on how long a soul needs to heal or enjoy the subtler realm. And how reluctant or eager they are to be back in the physical realm to move through 
the sanskaras in the mind. Does that answer your question? Yes. There are dark realms in the psychic sphere. But it is best not to dwell on them. There is no place. To what you are attached, there will be vision. And you will find comfort. But the psychic realm has no place as in the physical realm. Physical realm is very dependent upon a certain measurement of time and place, and they go together. Psychic realm has a different relationship. There is no place. But the mind attaches itself to that which it is connected. So if your deepest connections are of a certain place, a certain situation, the mind may be drawn to that place, that vibration, and hover around that vibration. But over time, it loses association. Over, as it goes deeper and deeper into the subtle realm, it loses association. And there is no association with place. So you will find many times souls are more, uh, that you are more able to commune with the souls of those who have recently departed, isn't it? Those who have recently left this world. They will have the, the association with the place and people of their attachments of this life, but slowly they are guided through where those become part of the milieu of experience of many lives. Even when you are in physical incarnation, a portion of you remains in the psychic realm and connected to all those you love, whether they are in physical form now or not. And that association is indeed comfort. And if there is a trauma or something terrible has happened in the life, at first that will be relived, but then then slowly you are drawn away from it. All the pains, the angers, the traumas, the fears, and they, they, they they go back to the life and the body, and you, your mind and your awareness gets drawn away from that. But if there is an overriding sanskara, 
then that will again pull the mind back into the physical world to express and work out that sanskara. Mm -hmm. But yes, there is a realm of comfort, of peace, of love. All right, namaskar.